The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Now. Yay. Day three in a podcast. How you doing, Memo? Doing all right. Surviving. Fucking came from Sam's Club and uh, they have those things where they measure your fucking blood pressure and I put my hand in there. It takes your weight and they ask you for your height and pinchy machine. They say, I'm at risk. I'm overweight. Fuck that machine at Sam's Club. La verga. How much overweight are you? Uh, it says my BMI, whatever, it was at 27. So, uh, I weigh one, the machine weighed me at 188, um, and I put I was 5'9", my height then, but it, my, it took my blood pressure, it says 128 over 70. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you're still, still good, I think. My pulse was 71. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. uh. I think if you're like at 90 or... 110, I think that's considered high what? blood pressure. Because when my mom got high blood pressure, she was like at 90 and level 100, 110. That's when she's considered... Uh, I was 128 over 70. Yeah, yeah, but the bottom where it says 70? Well, no, what, 70 over 128, or what do you say? Over one, no, what's that? Because if, if it's over 70, then you're still good. But that little fucker shit in the bottom said, risk. And then it says, my weight, I'm overweight. I know I'm overweight. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. look overweight. People say I'm not fat. I know I'm fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's the average on the chart? Uh, your BMI should be uh below like fifteen percent, not not twenty twenty above twenty. Sorry. Yeah, uh, better total base index. I don't know what the fuck they call that. I shit, mean, you look good to me, dude. Well, I mean, all that weighs going. You look good right. to me, shorty. You look good to me. <laughs> Even I hear everyone knows, but all, all that's your jam. You look good to me, shorty. Was pinchy panza trying pinchy roll right there, you know. <laughs> That tells you you're not fucking healthy. If you got a roll in your gut, you're not healthy. You should have a flat gut. You got a roll, nigga. You ain't healthy either. Yeah, that's true. They got ah, with the ah, okay. Too many sodas. Every soda. Paisa. I should call you Paisa, right? Soda pop. Nigga. Paisa. Paisa. Nigga. Everybody gets offended when you use those words. But don't, this is all jokingly, you know, it's just an opinion. It's not the truth, all right? So don't believe it. It's just all for entertainment purposes with whatever we spit out there. So don't take it to the heart. Get all... But hurt and shit. Oh, wee wee. Don't be a big pan, you know, for those. Not <laughs> to act like big pan dulce. Well, speaking of paisas, my, my primo hit me up earlier when I give him a shout out. Yole! From Chicalons! Que rollo con el pollo! Fierro! <laughs> Alright, so today we're gonna discuss on a different topic. Um, instead of going into politics, we're gonna get, get more into Recreational, more like uh, I think you said uh, psychedelics, right? Oh, psychedelics. We're talking yeah. about psychedelics. Talk about my Waska trip, huh? Simulation, psilocybin, LSD, DMT. Woo! Gonna go to the toilet zone, right? A que ver para creer? That's a nice level shit. There we go. There we go. Yeah, well, uh, my first. Um, Ayahuasca trip was two years ago, right? Two or three years ago. Three years ago. The first time you went with yeah. Roger? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, we went with a group of three other homies. Um, and we went out there into the wilderness in Peru, Iquitos. Went to go see a shaman. Another palabras, un brujo, a witch doctor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was one of the best experiences in my life. Uh, it was like, uh, I don't know for those people out there who, who live there in Encuentro. It's like an Encuentro to the 10th power. 
Um, you know, I consider myself a misionero guadalupano no matter how I am. You know, people think, well, you shouldn't speak the way you speak because you're this and that. Nah, don't put a label on me. I mean, the way I am because that's the way I want to be. And if you want me to be a certain way, then pay my bills. Um, that's the way I say, you know. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, we flew out there. It was like a eight-hour, 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Um, we landed there. Was it a one trip or you went to another country and from there you went to Peru? Uh, we, I, round trip, right? Yeah, it was a round trip, but uh, yeah, 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 we went straight into Iquitos, uh, the first, the first time I went. The other time I went, I stopped and went to, I don't know. Yeah, on the way back, I stopped out somewhere else, but I think that, that the first flight was a one way trip, I believe. I don't remember exactly. I know the way on the way back, we stopped in Panama and we stayed there. And, which we shouldn't have, which I should have just came straight home, but anyway, so it's another story. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's, you had to do this diet before you do this ayahuasca trip. Part of the diet is to, you know, stay away from meats, uh, high sugars, try to do just natural sugars, like fruits, then as a vegetarian like diet. Like sugar, right? Yeah, 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 cause, uh, when you get there, uh, and you do this, this, this brew called ayahuasca, it's the mixed with the chacruna plant and the ayahuasca plant and, uh, has a DMT molecule. And what it does is, uh, and I'm not an expert at this. I, I went and I tried to, I might be saying some things that are not right. You know, I'm not a scientist and shit, but, uh, I, tr- I try to act like one or talk like one. You know, who, everybody wants to look smart right, when they're talking. So, so anyway, the DMT molecule, tetrahydrin. No, but I, I, I did this, this thing and, and, uh, let me, let me, let me callar mis morritos. Entertain them. Put the shit <laughs> Alright, so in the meantime, while he's out there. Hey! And his kids down, you know, cause we're trying to get this thing going with, without any interruptions. So hang on, hang on with us. Hold on, hold on. Stop! How to put my squinkles in check, damn it. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, so before you dig into your Journey into the wilderness. What were your first thoughts and impressions when, you know, they first mentioned this about the ayahuasca? Well, my homie mentioned it to me. As many of you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, not a big, I'm gonna say big, but obviously I, I smoke cannabis and, uh, to me that's one of, been one of my, uh, Things that ground me, you know, I think it's, it's not a, it's not like nothing like alcohol. I think it's really more like a, a mental thing for me. And that's why I use it. And it's, you know, also, you know, to heal medically, you know, you, you use it as an alternative if you're not using it for the right reasons. But if you use it for the right reasons, those who are going to experiment with the cannabis, you know, if you do it for your health issues, you know, study it before you do it. Anything you do, you know, know the effects of it and why you're doing it. If you're doing it to escape reality and, for psychology, you got issues and you want to escape. I think cannabis is a good escape. I mean, I wouldn't do it for that, but I mean, but there's a lot of people that need to escape the reality and that's why they use cannabis. It calms your nerves. It relaxes you. You got bills? Smoke some cannabis. Don't worry about the bills because mm-hmm. the bills are always going to be there. It's part of human life, you know, but if you could live beyond your means and that's why you got a lot of bills and you got to enslave yourself, you enslaved yourself because you know, you got all these bills and you got these high interest credit cards. So, you know, I understand why there's, there's substances people use. I mean, everything's a drug, food, water, mm-hmm. anything you overdo, it could be a drug. I think if you use it for its right purpose, it could benefit you. If you don't abuse it, you'll get, 
beautiful results and you have a positive attitude. Obviously, if you're abusing something, it's going to show, it's going to affect, you know, you're going to have negative effects and on your body, on your health, on your relationships and, and in society. You're going to be putting on negative energy. So that's the way I, I, I look at this at, at substance as well. The reason I went and I did ayahuasca was, um, the marrow, the cannabis start, stopped having the effects, it was, the good effects it was having on me. You know, I was feeling dull, kind of gray, square. Um, you know, yes, I have a family, my kids, and I wasn't getting the laughter normally I get. I kind of felt like I was getting a little depressed or just kind of bored with life. You know, to that, to that part where you're like, oh, you need to, suicide prevention and shit but it kind of felt like man life is a little bit boring even though you got these things to do and when the only thing that probably made it fun is going out and doing other stuff that you're not you know as a responsible parent you shouldn't be doing it's kind of like going through a, a menopause or a midlife crisis and i'm like you know, what was this was about i started feeling this one what four or five years ago mm-hmm. and uh you know it just felt like everything was repetitive like damn i'm not doing this, the same thing every day working 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 it just felt like it was the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Nothing was new. Nothing was inspiring. Uh, like a robot. You're like a robot. And even though, yeah, even though I have my days like a snap out of, but it just felt like, whoa, you know, like alcohol's not doing it for me. It's not relaxing me no more. And like, I would exercise and hey, still feel bored. It's like, whoa, you know, you're doing everything you got to do, trying to eat healthy, and it's not. So you know, when my buddy say, you know, this you think, you know, well, try this thing, man. This thing's supposed to be la da da. He did it and, and I looked at him and his reflection and his, the way he was talking to me, you know, his positive, his skin looked clear, mm-hmm. his, 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 you know, just his energy. You feel that when you, right. know, you see somebody right. that you know for so long and they're like, you feel there's a change in them. Just like people who go and live in Encuentros, you know, there's a change in them. They're talking different. They're seeing life differently and they're very positive. And, uh, I was like, oh, I already know it all. You know, I've done cannabis. I've seen the world. You know, but obviously that's, <laughs> I haven't seen shit. Right. You know, I remember took, when we saw Roger that time, dude, like, he seemed like a completely different person than from what we used to. Cause I remember he would get all stressed about the finances, the bills and, and his work and all that. And then suddenly he just, he just knew Roger came in and we we're like, wait a minute, this isn't the Roger that we used to know. Like, oh, he's a completely different person. Like you say, more positive, more energetic. Like, what? Well, what happened to him, you know? And then he, he explained to us about, you know, his ayahuasca experience. And, uh, you never, you didn't ever believe in that kind of stuff, right? Before, he, you know, he told you about it? I don't say I didn't believe. I just, uh, I, when someone's telling you they're experiencing, you can't connect to it because it's like, say, don't knock it till you tried it. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. So, in, the, in that aspect, he listened, but, you know, I knew he ain't lying to me about his. I could see it, you know? So I was like, oh, that's what got me into it. And, uh, you know, when someone stresses and your body shows stress by getting bumps and, you know, and that bump wasn't there anymore, and that person that was stressing and took ayahuasca, and then you hear these testimonies of people that have, you know, uh, cancer and, you know, they cure their tumors or their diabetic, diabetes. Because you're seeing a shaman that knows how to work the hierbas, the plants, you know. And, you know, you got to remember back in history, how do we heal ourselves? We use plants, you know, that, that was a real, that's still the real medicine. Medicines derive from plants, you know, it's just process and, you know, they put their patents on it and they add something, y esto otra cosa, and, and they put it into a pill form and that's what you're taking. But, you know, one thing that, that, that we don't really conscious of or we forget easily that there's some things in the past that work really good, but they're not here now no more, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, a, 
back then they used to build build cars very very good and there's still some they're still out there you know and now like everybody's throwing away their cars like calzones you know they just boom switch off every year or lo que sea you know leases on to the that. next one you know toda la verga todo eso but um but yeah you know so anyways so i'm out there and the first day you know i did this diet like i said try to eat healthy and you should do it more than a month but i think i only did it probably for like about two or three weeks try to eat right and alcohol no smoking no marijuana and uh you know i clean my body out and you go over there you know they do the ceremony where they clean you body and, you know we i had hike in there we had a hike in there to see the shaman he has a little camp inside the jungle it's like a 40 minute 45 minute hike in there and then you're, you know the hike itself is kind of like well if you're new to the jungle like <laughs> You're thinking snakes are gonna come out, getting jaguar, but I mean the jungle is beautiful. The plant life, the the amounts of plants that are out there is amazing. You know the mushrooms, the nature basically. Yeah, the birds, it's just the abundance of different items, the diversity. You know, just like human nature, the diversity in humans and people. That's actually a, something beautiful if you learn to just observe it and. And look at it, but um, would you say that when you got when you ride into the Amazon, like your whole perception completely changed? Because you were so used to right here in this kind of environment. Where no, because I grew. Up, I've been also in Mexico, and I seen poverty, and and I've been to the deserts where people live, and I seen homeless people, and you know, I volunteered before doing stuff like that. So going into the jungle, I mean, the jungle is a lot more cleaner than what you'll see here with the bums on the street and the hobos. No disrespect, because I think some of those people are the most powerful people you ever meet when they could still be happy and be a bum. And obviously you got bums that are mad, bums that are happy. I did todo en este mundo, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, but living out there just out of society more and more in the corners of it, you know, and being in the jungle and I mean, they're human beings. So it's nothing. You know, just out there, nature is beautiful. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like, wow, okay, okay, oh, it's weird, okay, nah, that's what's, to me, it's like, it's like if you turn on the TV and you see what a jungle is and the go National Geographic is what it's gonna look like. You know, exactly like that, you know, but they were shooting arrows at us and thinking us and nothing like that. But, uh, but I get in there and, you know, it's a ceremony that cleans you, you get a blessing, then you go in there and you know, it's all dark and you take the brew and, Part of my experience, what it did to my head is like, like if, it's like if I put a videotape inside my brain, right? Mm -hmm. And my whole life was being filmed since I was in the universe. Cause not born, you were always there, you know, that's the way I feel about it. And you're always going to be gone and you're always there. It's like the matrix. You're like quantum physics. You're zero, you're a one, you're there, you're not there. You appear when you want to be, when you're conscious, you're there, when you're not, you're not, you know, so it's kind of like that, that imagine you put a like a movie inside your head and of you and it's always been recorded of all the stuff that happens and it could be changed and altered and uh you know at one point i saw i mean it's just what i saw it doesn't mean it's necessarily true but i even told my mom i saw myself when i was born and i saw these you know like uh the the walls were like kind of like wood walls or they had you know like this and sliding doors where they pushed me into and they were kind of like i think i told her they were when I told her my, it was my memory three years ago, it was fresh in my memory. Uh, I think I told her the doors were like, they had little windows in them and I think they were the color, kind of like a greenish, whatever. And I told her about this place and 
She goes, yeah, it was like that. And then I saw my dad pacing back and forth behind somewhere. And she was, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, well, your dad wasn't there. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I saw somebody pacing back and forth. Then they had a beer. Then my dad had a beer back then. She goes, yeah, she had a beer, but your dad wasn't there. I'm like, oh, okay. So he wasn't there when I was born? She goes, no. No, then I got a la huita. He goes, ooh, my dad. A lot of you know, whatever. So uh, going back to this diet, um, was it a strict diet or it was pretty basic when we just got a, you know. Oh, well, when you're eat. used to eating fucking hamburgers and hot dogs, eat pinche carne asada and pollo, fuck, what do you think a strict diet is? This puro. What a pinche lettuce, fruits, uh, no sugars, no drinking in beer. What, what, you think mm. that's a hard diet? Well, I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> what do you, what do you consider strict? If that's the way you eat, then I wouldn't say strict for you, but for me, it's like, you know, fucking carne asada, get off the carne asada tacos, like, what the fuck? You're like, what are you living for? You gotta stay off the pollito, the salsitas, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, that's the gives life sabor, but at the same time, it's killing you faster, but. Well, why do we have you do this diet for? Is it supposed to cleanse you or something? Cleanse your body. You oh. wanna be, you know, when you eat animal life, you're eating their energies. You know, you gotta think about that. You know, it's like, what, just, your senses take everything. One of your senses is taste, your mouth. Mm. You're putting fuel into your body. So just if you're, if you're in an environment where your parents are always fucking screaming and fighting, then you're, you're gonna absorb that into your body. And that's why maybe your, your self-esteem is low or, or your, or you maybe that's why you're a pelionero because your dad was always a pelionero. Shit, you, you, you absorb these things. And I'm not saying you're gonna absorb everything, but you're gonna absorb some things out of that. Mm. And just as, as you eat, and I'm not saying it's gonna kill you, cause obviously protein helps us, but you're absorbing some of that energy, and that animal's getting killed and tortured, and what they do there, what they're feeding it, you're gonna absorb some of that. It's all in the cell memory. And there is scientifically, there's this thing called cell memory. You could test that theory, you know, look it up. Right. Google that shit, it's called cell memory. Just like, what do you think your DNA is? What do you think the cells that you come from your parents while you have these genetics, those eyes and all that shit comes? It's your dad. You look at your face, I can see your dad, and I can mm-hmm. see your mom. It's memory in the cells, in your sperm, in a and those balitas you shoot out, you know what I'm saying? And then la mama, the little chicken egg, the little, you know? Those are all memories, and it's chemistry, and it's mixing in. The same way you eat, it's mixing in with your body. So when you eat banana, you are a banana. You know, so so you got to think about that, and it makes sense. I mean, how extremely of a banana you are, well, if you split, then you know what kind of banana you are, banana split, right? Let's see. Well, uh, wee If you look up bruised up, you're a bruised up banana. <laughs> throw you away. But, you know, it's it's that. So... So you do this diet, so you have these positive energies, you're showing discipline, and because you're going to need all that. You, you need discipline when you're doing ayahuasca. And that's one thing I learned is like, you need discipline, bro. Is And if you're not disciplined, it's going to show you about discipline. How about that? You know, and, and it took me there. You know, I saw when my brother had cancer and, and all the fears I had when I hear him throw up, you know, and, and it showed me that the throwing up is a lot of the badness we put into our body. So he was, you know, the sickness you have is something that you absorbed. When you know people get cancer and shit like that, nobody thinks about leukemia. It's it's something that you absorb from the nature of negativity. It passes on. It's not it's not that you created, you wanted. No, nobody wants cancer. But guess what? You're exposed to cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, we all are. And it's just a matter of when it blows up and if it's not. And we're all going to die. You know, some we just live longer and some get it when they're already dying. You know, so... You, you gotta, you gotta think a little bit like that. It's like everything you are is, you're a sponge, but remember this. You are in control. Yeah. You are in control, but you're not in control of your environment. Mm-hmm. You're in control of how you deal with it and how you think, the choice you make. Either I breathe or not breathe. Do I blow my brains out or not? You're in control of that, what you eat. 
I mean, sometimes you say, well, I'm not in control because my mom and my dad, you know, la, 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 make me the food. Look, you don't have to eat it. You have a choice how much you eat of it. If you exercise, I mean, there's, yes, certain things you're not in control of. Like, she, I don't got no airplane on me or I don't control having an airplane. No, you got to work for it. You got to study yourself, but you could get there. You are in control of things. You are in control of your future and you could, you could create that. You could create to be a millionaire, billionaire, or you want to be a drunk or a druggie. You could create that. Start working on that. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are other forces, forces that are fighting against that or don't allow you to do that. I get that, but it doesn't mean that you can't choose to be happy. It doesn't mean to show I'm willing to face that, fight that or be weak and not confront it. You know, you have a choice no matter what. And I think one of the biggest choices is to take responsibility for everything that you are and that you can, that you, that's happening to you, you know? And so anyways, I went out there and I did this ayahuasca thing in it. And it's like playing a movie, dog. It's like, like, you know, like these colors you do to get these psychedelic colors. It's like looking at the Virgencita Guadalupe, see all those colors and all that. That's what you see in your head, but like a video. Mm-hmm. And, and more than that, I can't even give it the expression of how powerful it is. Just like you see the avatar, those light colors, those glowing, it's just like that. Like, so I could think those guys went into the ayahuasca trip. It's vivid. You know? Yes. And you could see this stuff and you could see your cells in your body. You could hear your brain processing like a hard drive. You could hear it. I could hear it. I could hear my heart. I could hear my breathing. I could, and whatever you focus on your senses, and then you could hear a palm tree, like the sound of it falling down, sound like a thunderstorm, you know, and I could, just cause a palm tree fell, I, I, it turned into a story, into a thunderstorm. The, the wood, when people would walk on it, I, it was, the sound was going into my bones as I was stretching it out. And I felt that my bones were making all that noise. It's just like, like I was a tree and I was extending and growing. Like when you hear in the woods, wood, yeah. I was feeling that. And my bones were getting healthier and stronger. And, uh, you know, I went into my brother's body and I started throwing up and I really did throw up, you know, blah, blah, blah. and I was throwing up through my body, brother's body when he was throwing up and, it's just crazy because you can see yourself dimensionally, like four dimensions, you know? You're here, you're there. I'm actually there on the floor throwing up, seeing what's happening. Then I'm also up here looking at myself throwing up. And then I'm actually seeing my brother and myself inside my brother's body. Like, it's just the, your brain could process when you use these chemicals so fast. Like, Jesus, it's like, you're a, your brain is a quantum computer, but yeah. you just don't access that. It's like that movie Lucy. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, Maybe one percent of that, because I obviously I didn't turn into Lucy, get all like uh-huh. that. But in my head, yeah, but not in this dimension, right? Cause oh, okay. In the movie Lucy, you're in this dimension, right? You're actually doing it, but that it's induced in your head, it's all in your head. You know, it's it's going in your mind, it, but it's reality. It's happening in your dimensional of the head. Your your brain is another dimension. Is that what you don't see? It's like when you look out into when you look out into the sun, that's another dimension. What you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're visually, you're able to see that through our atmosphere, but with the atmosphere, your eyes wouldn't be able to see that sun. But you were able to see it because of the atmosphere we have. Because of these chemical components that are of the outer layer, just like your retina and your eye, it's just like a different atmosphere. And you're seeing out into outer space. In the sun is you're seeing it the way it is, but it looks different if you were to be out in space, but we don't have the capability to see through that or our minds to function in outer space. So the, the chemicals we have, we're breathing in, Allow us to see these dimensions. Allow us to see these these uh, materials. Because if you have some chemical imbalances in your head, you could be seeing demons in this reality. Mm-hmm. But we're not seeing them. But that person that has those chemical imbalances in their head are seeing that. They're seeing things moving. So that's the way it works. Everything is chemistry. 
And, you know, once you figure that out, you know, you can start thinking differently. You know, a lot of stuff you've been taught is, it's, you know, some of it's true, some of it's not. And you got to figure out what's the truth to you. So when you're vomiting, is that like it's way of cleansing your, your way body? Way of cleansing your body, yeah. Yeah, you're spewing out all the bad. It's cleaning out your gut. And then, you know, then the chorro came out. And, uh, you know, but oh, that was damn. on my second trip. Chorro came out, pee pee came out. And, uh, you know, they thought I was dead. I went At the same a, time? Everything. Oh. Dude, I was, they thought I was dead. I think I died. I felt I died, dude. I died and I came back. And, and honestly, and even out of my nose and everything. And I just laid there 12 hours later. I woke up, you know, so I was, I was in a intense gone trip, bro. It was like maybe more than 12 hours. Uh, I know we started like at five and I didn't get out of it till like five the next day out of 12 hours, right? Shit, yeah. I was gone for that long of a time, bro. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, like I said, you know, like my, my buddy got all panic out. Dang, he thought I was dead. He was like, Bro, he's breathing in there. You know, he kept the space, bro. You know, that's one thing is, you know, and to do that again is like, fuck, it's scary as hell. But you know, you gotta confront your fears. Mm-hmm. So I went back the next year and I confronted my fears again. You know, the first time is not that bad, but then when you do the second dosage, like, whoa, <sighs> shit. The first doses I did the first night, I was like, oh, it was going cool. It didn't really hit me. I was just well, like, the first time they test you, right? Huh? They test you the first thing, the first step that you get, they're just trying to test you, see how much you can no, take. No, they give you, it's just how your body's gonna react to it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they, the next time they give you a little bit more, obviously, cause, you know, the more, the, when you do it, your body kinda gets immune to it. Oh, okay. You build a, a, a what you call tolerance for it, but obviously I didn't. It was like, whoa, whoa, it took me again. It grounded me, it humbled me, you know, I got a gun pointed to my head, and, you know, I, Felt because I had threw some a cigar. I mean, I bought some apaches and I threw some cigars on the ground. I was in my little hut. I threw them down the ground. You know, just a little paper bud. You know, like that. And thinking, what's well, paper? And it's natural tobacco. It's gonna, you know. But in my in my visions, I said, "Do you respect this land you come into? You're the foreigner here. Like, don't come in here like you own us and like you. My domain. You come in here with your little feriasita to give them here, spend here, but you think you're all that. Like, nah." You're just as home. You're just as well as these people. You come with that attitude, you're gonna get killed. I'm like, whoa. And I was like, shit, I scared the shit out of me, bro. You know, and then I saw like, uh, there was gonna be a python that was in my hut and wanted to choke me. I was like seeing that shit, like they were gonna kill me when I went back to my hut. And they were trying to walk me back to the hut when I was out of my trip. And like, no, no, I don't wanna go back because I was so scared. No, I just stay right here. You guys go, no, no, me, me, no, no, no. And they were being very patient with me, very, very good. And then finally I kind of like, the medication was wearing off, and and I'm walking back, and then one of my uh, one of the guys that was walking me back is uh, his face turned into my cousin's face, and I was like, "Let me cart my dogs down." I have to turn oh, to a wolf. Here we go again, round two. This time with the dogs, with the little perritos. Hey, don't huh? get I'm doing a podcast. That's a respect. Thank you. You too, Italian. It's about to go down. When it's in like that, I mean shit's going down. It's for real. Yeah, so. Despensa, <laughs> <clears throat> despensa, disculpa, you know. Unfortunately, we're, we're doing here a podcast in mi casa, and I got family and, and todo, so. And dogs, and un rancho, and cheese vacas, chivas, conejos, becerros, shreks, todos también. You know, anyways, but, uh, yeah, so that was that was that was my experience, and you know I didn't I didn't want to do the, the do the medicine again. And I was like, Charlie, 
I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm done with this, man. It's just too far out, and I'm not strong enough to do this. And you know, it just it just tripped me out big time. You know, it told me how basically kind of you know I'm unhealthy, and, and I am unhealthy. I feel unhealthy sometimes. You know, uh, my age, you know, labor and all that stuff. But uh, you know, I try to take care of myself the best as possible. But uh, yeah, fuck. It's just awesome. It humbles me. It humbles me to be out there, you know, and you're eating healthy over there. You're feeling good, but at the same time, you're without your family. You're alone and you miss your kids and you realize what you love the most. I want to go back to my wife, my kids. I love them, my family. You know, it just really, really connects you, grounds you, and and you see that there is a spirit world. There's another world out there. Okay. <laughs> Quiet down! <laughs> Perros gonna be perros. <laughs> I know, they gotta bark. They're just trying to protect my home. I get it, but still, they don't need a trip. It's their mom coming home. That's so why they're barking at their mom when they shouldn't bark at their mom. We should have respect for her. Was he? You know, so anyways. Were you, was it you or your compa that, that told me a story about this um, one person that had like the tumors? And then like the next time you saw the person, like the tumor, there was like less tumors that she had previously? Yeah, I met a girl out there that she supposedly she had 24 tumors in her breast. She was from Germany, and uh when I was talking to her, she was sharing me her story about her life, and that's one of the things that you, you, what you put in your hand, you got to be careful, man, because when I did this ayahuasca thing, I saw, wow, kind of like what she was telling me about, and I was living through, like, if I was her, what she went through, and I was like, no way, you know, and that shit was just scary, you know, the, the abuse, the verbal abuse, and, and the... the um, she was telling me about how her dad was and and stuff like that with her and like whoa, I just kind of felt like I went to her body and I was feeling that stuff and just crazy, just crazy stuff, man. And like you know, just being the opposite, a male and a female, and just having these these impure thoughts that happened while I was on the on under the medication, you know, I'm like wow. And it shows you to have more respect for the female and. What if you were the female? I felt like that. Like if I was a female being disrespected and whoa, like so it just really humbled me, you know. Like I'm still me, I'm not saying that, just just I value it more and I see things more differently about what really is to respect and you know how you how you view life and you look at people and sometimes you don't value that, you just take it all, it's just an everyday occurrence, but no, it's more than that, you know. Life has more meaning if you give it that, if you think like that, but you could just think doll if that's the way you're feeling and you let your feelings control you, then that's what it's going to be. You know, so it's, it's, it was, it was a trip, bro, you know, and it's, it's not for the faint of heart, you know, you gotta, it's, it's for, for people who really want to, I would say if you're going there for the medical reasons, great, for psychological issues, great, but do your research, one thing is like study your stuff before you take anybody's word for anything, you know. Unless that person that you trust fully, you know, you want me to gamble on it, and why not? You know, sometimes in life you gotta trust those who have always been really good to you and who want the best for you. So, but and again, at the end of the day, but you gotta take responsibility for your choices. But yeah, I, I, I was one of my best experiences in my life, and I, like I said, it's like an encuentro to me. Those who know what that is, but uh, it's it's something very beautiful and at the same time very scary. It's like if I was to be, that was like my story. If I was Jesus, I wasn't perfect, but if I was like Jesus and this story that says in the Bible where he went down to hell and then resurrected, 
I think that's kind of like what happened to me there, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I, I remember you say you had this one experience where you got like really scared that you started singing gospel music. Oh yeah, I felt like into um, as I was dead, I felt like I was. If you're like in space and you're falling into a dark black hole and it's all black, what you're seeing, and as you're falling down, you're scared because you're just falling so fast. You're, ah, I just screaming the shit out, but you just keep falling, and then finally realize like, okay, I'm I'm leaving, but I've been been sucked in all the way i'm not having disappeared it's just dark i'm alone and it's like you're like you feel so alone like alone alone like darkness just like you're pure darkness and you don't see nothing nobody you're just there yourself like like your body's just there but i don't even know if i was really conscious of my body but just like being alone and you're like my mom my mom got like is this death? Like, is this hell? Like, it just feels ugly. Like, you don't even see fire. You don't see nothing. It's like worse than seeing a demon. Mm-hmm. You just, there's nothing. Like, wow, nothing to react with. Nothing, nothing to react with or have combustion with. It's, you know, it's a solid being very, very alone. And, and then I started getting scared like I was going to die. So, so it just clicked into my head and, you know, I started thinking about God is, I started hearing my grandma, my grandma. I started hearing her voice, my grandma Trini. She started, Dios es amor. And then I hear my mom behind her starting to sing with her. La Biblia no dice Dios es amor. San pa- and then it starts getting harder. San Pablo Lord. And I hear like a, 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 a choir. Dios es amor. And I snap out of it and I get it. Oh, that's what I need to snap out of this. And I start clapping. Dios es amor. And I actually Damn. jump out of my trip and, and, I, and I jump out of, Dios es amor. And my, my, my buddies are, hey man, come out, come out, come out, dude, go, go, come down. No, no, I'm not gonna show. God is love, God is love. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let this devil get me again. Like, hell no, God is love, God is love. And everybody, hey, trip down, hey, keep your homie quiet. They're saying, hey man, we'll come down. So right, do it, but just calm down, come down. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I step out of it. Like, oh, okay, I'm here. Like, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> to fight the devil, you need God, bro. Like, you need God, bro. Like, God will pull you out of anything in, in death, bro. Like, I get it. I went to hell like Jesus. Like, God is love. You gotta find what is the truest power in anything in life, even now in this world. When you're going through stress, you're fighting with your spouse, with your kids, a sickness, a death. You gotta remember, God is love. God is love. And when you've seen that person suffer, show them love. When that person's dying, show them love, a hug, a kiss, or spend a little bit of time in quietness together, but out of love. You know, and that, that itself is so powerful. And it, and it does miracles. You know, and, and I, I know, and I felt that. I witnessed the power of love through, through my loved ones and why they're there and, and why we have these statues of the, of the Virgin Maria and Jesus are very powerful. Cause when you need that image and it, you, what it represents pops into your life. And your cells and your body and your heart fills that. It could create a change in energy within yourself and take you out of depression, take you out of that, that loss you were, I was lost, now I'm found, you know? It's very powerful, bro. Right. It's very and powerful. It's, and you actually felt it, right? It wasn't just non typical trip. Like you actually felt it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, man, it's like, I think different. Mm-hmm. I'm still mammal, the same thing, but I think totally different. Now I have this experience. I don't know. It's like saying, okay, Memo is just a, a Kia. But guess what? This Kia's got brand new wheels, man. And guess what? 
you keep either practicing or remembering and holding yourself, talking about this experience or using it, what you learn, those wheels are going to stay in you, bro, even till you die. Because that, that, those wheels are going to get you where you want. They might have some wear in it. I might got wear in me. But those wheels are going to get me where I need to get, bro. You know? That's the kind I put on a new set of wheels in my life to get me to that on this travel that I have. And even my travel ends right now. Those wheels are, those wheels have done its job. You know, the ayahuasca has done its job on me. It showed me what's out there in my head, in my head. And everybody's got to figure out what's in their head, not figure out what's in this world. Figure out what's in your head, in your heart, what you believe in. You know what I mean? No matter bad or good, bro, it's going to, it's going to, reality's going to come to you. The effects. How could I say this? The, what you've consumed, what you absorbed in the information, what you do with it. So if you put nothing but evil in you, when that day comes, bro, you're going to feel all that evil. Because a lot of people do evil because they're not feeling it. They're doing it because they're they're acting out on it. It's controlling them. But when you feel that evil, you ain't going to be doing evil. What, you know, like a lot of these guys, what do you think when I'm... What do you think these guys that are so thuggish out there with guns have a gun, bro? They're shooting people. They have that gun to protect themselves and shoot, kill and shoot, but they run. They hide from the cops. Yeah, true. You know, because they're not feeling it. They're hiding from it. But when it comes, you always got to chase you, bro. You're going to find yourself, bro. All that evil's going to find you. Everything you put out there, it's going to find you. Around, and it's going to test you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to humble yourself, bro, and say, I get it. I don't want to be that. Because you're going to only want to take what's good, bro, at the end of the day. The true spirit of God was clean and pure and holy. You know, that's what you're going to choose at the end of the day. Because you're going to know that. That's the best. But that's the life's about. It's about experiencing. So I'm not here to say that you're wrong or right. Or that you're doing bad or good or evil. Nah, you're going to learn that on your own. It's not for me. I could judge you on my... I could judge you because that's my ego, my physical. But my spirit doesn't judge you, bro. My spirit is pure and clean. can't be touched by no man. It's something that belongs to a higher power than me. You know, and that we're all connected to that. Believe it or not, bad and good. Oh, you're going to hell. Well, yeah, you're going to go to hell to get cleaned up, to burn all that bad off of you. That's what you're going to go to hell for. Because what's God's, God's. What's holy is holy and can't be touched, bro. We all have it. Mm-hmm. When you give your mom a hug with love and you feel that love, that's pure. And then when you give a, a morra hug because you want to get at it, that's not pure. That's your animal instinct. And that's the difference. You know, and there's a difference. There's a difference between being an uh, animal, which is part of nature, uh, having these instincts in you to procreate, but there's a whole difference when you have a clean heart, a a clean mind, a thought with that individual, and that individual knows you as that. And they reciprocate that with you, that pure love. And it exists even in this world. That love you have for your kids, for your mom, your dad. You know, and then there's a different love that you want, like, oh, I want those Jordans. I want that Ferrari. I want that Maxima, the Toyota, the Tacoma. I want those Ramsey. It's a whole different type of thing, you know? But at the most, what you value the most of it at the end of the day has got to be your family. And those people that don't value the family, well, guess what? I think they ain't covered on Good luck. Hey, it's all, you don't have to listen to me. You can do your fear. You're an individual. You have a choice. I'm not trying to take that choice from anybody because I don't want to take it from myself either. You know, but that, that's one of my biggest lessons there, man. Yeah, I remember, uh, your, your compa story. Uh, when he said that he saw those one bato who brought the devil out of him while you were knocked out. Yeah. yeah. He said he saw the devil in him, you know. And I said, I said, I don't want to see the devil in anybody, man, but I'll tell you this. I don't want to be scared of the devil. 
I want to give the devil a glass of water. Say, drink up, homie. Nobody gave you love. Here's a hug, homie. I'll give the devil a hug. You know? I have to, man. I can't feel that. I got I got to have compassion even for the devil, bro. But at the same time, don't come and attack me, bro, because I, I have a right to defend myself. Everybody does. In this human form, my spirit doesn't have to. My spirit is already protected, bro. That will never touch your spirit. He knows that. He could touch your physical world. He could mess with you in this physical world. But he can't mess with you when your spirit's out, clean, doing what it's got to do. You know? And and, and you got to know that's how powerful you are. Right. Yeah, the, the first time you went with your friends, and then next time you went on your own, huh? I think you said yeah. going by yourself was probably more intense than going with. I wouldn't recommend going by yourself into the jungle because I hiked into the jungle by myself and I, first time we had somebody that helped us with their bags, like a guide and shit like that. And, you know, the home easier. So you feel kind of brave, you know, you're, you're compañero, but when you go by yourself, it's a whole different story. And the humidity, man, it's like, I felt like I was dying, bro. And I was still under these influences and I, but I was so paniqueado and it was the wrong thing. But I, I said, I got to leave out of here before it gets dark and I got to go daylight and, and you know, I don't want to be out in the dark in the jungle and but I was still under this medicina and you know, I was like, Man, I gotta make it out of here. I was dehydrating, I was scared and and thank God I made it out of that. I didn't get lost because it's one wrong turn is even though there's a little trail, but that the trail is like you can lose the trail within two feet in front of you because it's so bushy out there, you know, you're walking in the jungle. You know, it's like but I got there, I just I remember some of the stuff because there's some areas that are clear and then you go back into the jungle where you go through this thick brush and then it opens up and, you know, you can see a little hut there and like, oh, okay, okay, there's a hut there, it's more that way, you know. And finally I found my place and, you know, and then on my way out, the same thing is like, you know, you're out there by yourself and you got to get this little carrito that take you there and you don't know who to trust and I was already scared, bro. Like, I just thought I was going to get kidnapped and my mind was just tripping so bad. It's like, when I got to into the city, and I found a place to stay in. Um, uh, I got a referral, like, what it took, text me, take me to the Casa. And it belonged to this movie guy. They made a movie out there, I forgot, in Peru. God, I should know that. I should have, Casa Mayorga, something like that. And there's a film producer who made a, uh, movie. It's pretty, actually bad, low budget. Well, it's a big budget film, man. I forgot. I gotta look it up. Dude. Is it The Green Inferno? In Peru, when they have a big old when board, they... they're putting it up a hill. Oh no, 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 dude! This Casa Mayorga was that what they call it? I don't know, dude. But that that shit was bad in Peru, Quito's dude. And I saw that movie from that guy, and this is his house. He made as a film director. He made his own movie. I stayed in his little hotel. I had the bomb bass Australian steaks out there. You're not supposed to eat meat after you do all this shit. You're supposed to clean it. Hot, yeah. I was, I was hungry for some food. I wanted to get out, snap out of the spear, and then cayó una tormenta en la noche. I was like, oh no. It was crazy, dude. But if anybody's trying an Australian steak, it's the best. The bombest steak I ever had in my life, man. Can oh, it picks up the... You hear that? Uh, try it's, 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 it's the internet. It's interfering with it. That's all right, man. I mean, you already got a noise. It doesn't come out when it, when it, we're playing it, huh? I think it will, dude. Yeah, I can hear it. I mean, you, know, I mean, you got your kids and your perritos right there. You know? Might as well, you know? Make more noise. What would it? Is this something that that everyone can try, or just for the bold and the brave? Yeah, man, you gotta be brave or bold. You gotta. You're curious, and your mind's taking you there. 
you know that's what you that's what you you know it's, it's not for everybody bro it's, it's up to you mm-hmm. I can't say go do it that's what you need it's the new awakening it's just what where I was attracted to it's just like I'm gonna tell you who to date who to fall in love with you know you, you need to find I could talk to you about it, sharing my experience and that's what you're drawn and if you don't that's not you people say oh, I don't need that too fine you know I just got my bible fine but I could tell you where that Bible came from, and you not might believe me because you're only gonna you're only gonna repeat what they tell you. How about you repeat what you believe in yourself, what you research, you done, what you connect with, mm-hmm. where God's from, what Jesus is, not what people are telling you, sharing with you, what connection you have with that, right. how you connect with that. that's the real experience. Now, because somebody taught me how to do math, no, because this is what I believe. Two plus two is four. I believe that because I believe that. I bet all my money. On. Do you believe two plus two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we connect with that. Okay. That's it. And who wants to fight that? And I'm not going to fight with somebody who believes in the Bible. That's, hey, that's all good with me. But I'm going to tell you what I know. I'm, I don't agree with their things in that Bible. You know? It's like, all right, okay. Um, talking snake, I talked to, to Eve and, you know, could, okay. Do you see talking snakes around here? People believe that shit. Now, you want to go into the mind world like I went, went to Ayahuasca cow, I can see that? Yeah! I can see take snakes talk. And if you want to master that, keep doing stuff. See if you can't talk to a snake. Train your mind to do that, but you gotta, it's not just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And back then I would think, you know, yeah, I could see p- people talking to snakes. The vegetation they ate, the stuff they interacted with, you know, yeah, I could see that. They could see unicorns and shit like that, yeah. Or they communicate. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, just eating the, the diets they eat and stuff they were induced with and back then, yeah, you can see, write a Bible like that, these people writing the Bibles. And even like, I don't know if you heard the story about, you know, how kings go crazy because they're drinking out of these gold-plated, uh, uh, lead cups. They'll go insane in the brain. That's why they did all this crazy stuff. So back then I could see how people could write certain stuff and certain things and, you know, feel connected to God. I'm pretty sure. You know, what kind of drugs they did back then or medicines. Yeah, they could write you these poems and they're geniuses. That's how they could see the stars and astrology. I'm telling you, <laughs> you could take some of this ayahuasca and if, if it chooses you to see the stars and see the planets and the moon clearly, the craters, you'll see that. And it'll be there. You know, it's like, and then it could just show you a, a fake story. I don't know what to mean. I mean, it could do anything. Abundance of choices, infinity. Symphony. It's up to you to say what's real, what's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when you read the Bible. Like, oh, okay. But I can understand. I can understand. Oh, God walked on water. Okay. Jesus did. Okay. Amen. I'm not going to fight that. Uh, as long as I've been alive, I haven't seen anybody walk on water, but besides do tricks, somebody run on it fast. Oh, you want to believe all that? When somebody's telling you that? Okay. Heal with the power of the hands. You know what? I, honestly, because laying of the hands on people like you know people here like hey dude i seen that stuff i can't i just i seen people do it you know and i'm saying they're healed totally but i seen some stuff and some people do get healed i seen hey my brother that cancer he got healed him yeah he did medicine whatever but also say prayers and you know because a lot of people make it bro you know mm-hmm. i've seen people that feel better i've I, I, people prayed over me and i felt better so i'm not gonna take that on that but i don't some stuff is like i'll agree with like yeah i'll bet on that I'll bet on, on that people could heal you. The healings of the hands, yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean, and I would probably make a dumb bet, but, but I would, I'll do a low bet. You know, put some money on it. You know, that, 
And some people have faith that you could pray that it's possible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Prayer, man. That's one. 100% on that. Cause it's free. And, and you should believe in prayer cause it's free. Now you want to believe people walking in water? That's up to you, bro. <laughs> Somebody parted the seas with the power with the stake. <laughs> parted the rest. Of you you want to believe that? For sure. Okay. All right. Do some drugs. Yeah, you can see that. But damn, people, you know, they're like, whoa, this is concrete. This is God's word. You know what God's word is? Love. I believe that. Forgiveness. Yeah. I don't need to know all this other stuff. Like, oh, I got 10 cheese. Can't kill this. Can't kill that. Like, okay. I mean, I mean, it's good. If you want to study that, you should know the story. You know, I see nothing wrong with that, you know, but you want to force that Bible down people's throats. And that's not God. Yeah. God's not yeah. by force, bro. It's yeah. up to you. You want to share it? That's great. I don't see nothing wrong with sharing, but you want to force it? Like back in the days when they used to whip all those Indians into those churches, that's why they put those big ass doors. And then they have those Indians go dig out all that gold and bring it back to the churches. That's why they're so wealthy. I mean, look at the Vatican now, man. What do you think got all this wealth? And these are people that are supposed to be like Jesus. Jesus didn't have any wealth. Mm. Humble man. Humble man, man. He was willing to die. Some people say that's suicide. Hey, you're going to turn yourself in and get on that cross and get the shit beat out of you? Serve the people. But no, that's a real man, dude. Do what you gotta do, cause I believe in what I'm saying. It was his protest, it was like some bunks throwing fire on themselves in the middle street, and like, nah, I'm moving from here. This is my belief. I'm not gonna bow down to you. The only one I bow down is to something holy that's right and makes me humble myself. That's what I'll bow down my knees and kiss. Something that shows me they're greater than me. That have a pure heart. That are willing to give their lives for me. That's like Jesus. I'll pray, man. If I met that man, woof. I hope I'm, I would bow down because I'm just saying it could be all talk now, but that's what deserves my respect. People who live humbly, who, but they're very smart. You know, Jesus knew plants, how to build stuff. He's a carpenter. You got to do everything. Hanged out with, I'm going to say hanged out with, but you know, talk to whores, prostitutes, drunks, the tax man, wealthy, the poorest, and didn't judge any of them. Just say, hey man, if you're not happy doing, don't do it again. It was well connected. Don't do it again. That's not good for you. Don't do it again. When people say don't sin, I get it. Don't do it again. Whatever is destroying your life, don't do it. If you can't find happiness and love, don't do it. You know? So, I mean, that's, that's what I relate with ayahuasca, man. Like, connect with Jesus on that. A Buddha, Gandhi, and all them, Martin Luther King. Like, but they don't need to do ayahuasca. You don't need to do that. It's, it's a mental state, man. But it took me there. And I'm glad I have that now. You know, that mental state, bro. And you could lose it here and there. It could take you off on you. Would you ever want to go back? Yeah, I think. It's calling you? Not by myself. I won't go by myself, but I'll go in a group setting and, uh, yeah. It's not that I'm saying it's calling me now, but it's, it's just, it's a lot of knowledge that comes from that, bro. It's like, like I said, it's like, you know, you, you could learn a lot of things in college, right. but this, it, it's like your compa said, knew that maybe that's how they were able to invent the chip. You were able to see how they could come up with that idea. Well, look, chip, Bill Gates, um, what's the guy, Steve, uh, Steve Jobs, Jobs yeah. uh, they're all, a lot of these high scientific guys are into all that stuff, psychedelics, mushrooms, and, and they use this stuff to put their brains out there, to get ideas and to see these patterns and, you know, cause it's everything, like you say, the, the universal language is mathematics, you know, so when you break it down, what these chemicals are doing to your, to your body, if you, stu- if you study it mathematically, what it's doing to your brain, you know, how it's rearranging molecules and 
you know, this DMT molecule, everybody already has it in your brain, is you're just releasing in a large volume of it, and it allows you to think this much faster or see these images and these visions and whatever you want to call them. This different dimension you go into. Reality, bro. You know, you go into a different dimension. It's like having a dream. Where you're like, oh, it's just a dream. Yeah, but it still happened. These images still happen in your head, even though it was a dream. They weren't reality in this world, but while you were asleep, you were feeling it. You got scared. You had feelings, emotions. So it's just like when something happens in this world, you hear a gunfight and you're getting scared. Oh, we should have been, but you oh. didn't get hurt. You lived it. Same thing in a dream, bro. You could drive, you could die in your dream and have a heart attack. You know? So it's just, it just, there's a different world in your head, bro. We all have that. We're all different universes. It's infinity. You know? And just remember, we're made out of protons, neutrons, electrons, and all that shit's happening with that. You know, you're just, you're just, uh, mixing up, reacting with these other chemicals. So moral of the story, put love in your heart. Mm. Put a little love in your heart. Love is my religion. Love. You, you can take it or leave it. You don't have to believe it. I don't condemn. I don't convert. This is a calling. Have you heard? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember you asked me to. If I was interested, I'm going to Peru with you. What was it last year that we were trying to plan on it? Yeah, mm. last year, yeah, last, the summer of last year, we were like trying to plan it all, but it didn't happen, but. But you know what? It got me interested, though. I, I, I think I'm going to save enough money so that way I can travel with you over there. Oh, man. Oh, I got you, um, Primo Sal. Oh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. You application for. El Encuentro. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to get involved in this encounter here. You know, getting involved with the brotherhood. Right there in Coachella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. said you said you were a part of this, right? And this is a cool experience. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the whole concept on it? Just to like, ah, uh... oh, bro, it's just it's like I said, it's something you have to experience on your own. Oh. I can't really go into details because I don't want to. To each their own. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I got you. I got you. So, what was it trying to you trying to look up that you wanted to play? What? Oh, you're just doing your own thing? Oh, I thought you were trying to, trying to show something there, man. I'll be. I think it was called, uh, is it this one? Caza Fritz Caldo. Are you looking for the Australian steak or what? No, I was looking for the hotel I stayed in Peru that was pretty Oh, bad. that big budget movie was going on? No, the movie, this guy who's a director opened up this hotel because that's where, all, where he made this movie. He built this place for people to stay there and, uh, no, Iquitos is, you know, there's a lot of silver out there, you know. Iquitos is pretty tripped out, man. When you, when you, when you travel, one thing I like about traveling is that you learn a lot of history, bro, from traveling. And you see, like, you know, nobody really thinks, but the United States, you know, they needed, uh, the plastics and all that stuff. And they went over there and they had the trees for that. And they just totally, you know, these corporations go over there and they use all these resources, bro, you know, and like, it's pretty, pretty tripped out, man. When, when you see the power of those who go and use these indigenas and they, they pull all their resources out of the land and they become these billionaires, millionaires, you know, and it's tripped out. 
it's tripped out. That's when you know when you see that stuff and and you go out there and and stay there, you know. How far is Iquitos from? Oh, it's in Panama, huh? Iquitos is in Peru, bro. Oh, it's in Peru. Oh, yeah. Uh, how far is it from the Amazon? Uh, it's like about an hour away where I stayed at from the Amazon. But um, yeah, it's 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 an awesome. Well, you went to Panama too, right? Yeah, I've been to Pan- Panama. It's like man, Panama's like Miami Beach, bro. There's so much money. Panama City, like that place is like, dude. You see Ferraris, Bentleys, like. It's ah. like it's like it was even nicer than Palm Springs, yeah, dude. There's, no way. There's places that they got, dude. I'm serious. You you think this? Well, there's money. There's money, bro. There's certain cities that these wealthy people just build, bro. I'm serious, man. And you see all this high money there, like man, it's crazy, bro. I'm telling you, you, you travel, you see, like, you start seeing reality, you know, and Damn. you start meeting different cultures, and it's 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 awesome, man. You know, you should try it. You know, and this one thing about traveling, it's a you know, it's a little scary because you're out of your comfort zone, bro. right? Out of your environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that it right there? That's the hotel. No, I'm looking for Oh, it. you're searching for it. So what's up with your job? You started a new job? Yeah, I started uh yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um one of the baby's dads uh he called me last week um asking me if I was interested in working in his office. And uh he's a he's a mechanical engineer and he goes to all these different uh, work sites like from to San Diego, Fullerton, Redlands, like yeah, he he travels a lot, and he wanted someone that could you know do some work in the office because he's constantly on the road, him and, and the, his other coworker, and um, you know he was explaining to me that he was just he was falling behind on on uh, on money and on the finances because you know he hasn't been able to handle all the invoices. The expenses and all that. So he wanted me to, he wanted to assign me to that particular, um, that job so that way I can, you know, take over all that while he's on the road and be able to manage all the invoices, well, all the finances basically. And, um, yeah, dude, I, I tried it out on Wednesday. It was pretty chill. You know, I was nervous and excited like I normally am, get the jitters, but. You know, once I got to the to the office, and it was pretty chill. The coworker was chill too, man. He's a cool guy. Um, it's really very friendly environment, you know. So far, it's been good. You know, um, normally our agreement was to go to twice a week. That was the agreement: eight hours a day, twice a week. And, the, and so far, he's been asking me to come over more than more than twice. So I mean, I was. I thought I was just going to go Wednesday, but then he asked me to go today, and now he's asking me to go again tomorrow. And, and it's good money, too, you know. It's a steady check, and you know, I got no complaints so far. I mean, yeah, it could, could be boring most, for the most part, but, you know, I'm able to, you know, find ways to get myself occupied. And uh, what I was thinking is I was, I'm just going to take my, my laptop with me because, you know, the coworker takes his laptop, you know, he goes on and, all the time, so I was like, hey, might as well bring my laptop too, you know, give you, give you something to do while I'm right there in the office instead of, you know, just sitting around doing nothing. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. So far, it's been cool. And, you know, I've got no complaints and I've been satisfied. So, and 
let's see how how it goes from there, man. Hopefully, you know, things will get better. I mean, he said it's gonna get a lot better, a lot better, because right now he's so swamped with everything. But eventually, it's gonna be a lot smoother from there. Yeah. All right. So I, I the the place I stayed in Peru the the second time I I, I went back and, and the second time I went and I was scared shitless and, and I left on Thursday. I stayed at La Casa Fritz Carlo, Fritz Caraldo in Iquitos, Peru, and, and yeah, it was it was a nice place. It's a lot of fucking mosquitoes, and you know, I mean, that's the only thing that I was still getting bitten at night and shit. I mean, but oh, yeah, the you food were there was the bomb. I ate, ate that steak steak twice. It was you know, it was a bomb. So I really oh yeah, that's it. that's one thing I forgot to ask you. When, when you stay over there in the Amazon, did they uh, assign you to all these huts or? Yeah, they give you a little hut to stay in. I stayed in by myself, you know. There was two beds and one bed or in there, and I stayed in there. And the, the, the shitter is just, it has a shitter in there where you go to the restroom, but you just use buckets of water to flush it down. And, you know, you're above, above the hut's built off the ground. They're probably about, I say, uh, like 10 feet? About 10 feet off, because, you know, say the river comes out, I guess mm-hmm. you make them build, because the river does rise out and when it rains, just to keep animals out, you know, right, right. whatever, to go up it, you know. Because there is snakes and, porcupines anacondas oh you know, there's all this wildlife so you know you got to be careful when you're out there too just be alert i mean it's pretty safe because animals don't want to get near human beings in reality you know they know that people kill them the shit out of them and so yeah but, but talking about the psychedelics thing you know it's like uh, I'm, I'm for that you know that you know a lot of them are illegal so you got to be careful where you're doing them you, you know you can't just go around and, and, and doing them wherever you want and you should do your research and you should be supervised and, you know, and go with people who are experts in that, you know, and also, you know, like mushrooms, you know, mushrooms are very helpful and, you know, they're doing, it's called, you guys can look it up. It's called maps. And what they do, it's, uh, they doing research on, on all these psychedelics and how they help the brain and for, for people mm-hmm. with depression and, you know, mm-hmm. and like people who do mushrooms, man, like they're very artistic people. You know, and I can see how they get these drawings, you know, to see this stuff, you know. People that say they talk to elves and that, the, you know, in Mexico and Oaxaca, there's the mushroom is sacred out there. You can see some curanderos that go out there and they give you the mushroom to figure out what's wrong with you and heal you with it. And, uh, you know, they go to the spirit world with the mushroom. Right. And uh, some people call it elves, some people call it, uh, you know, Dios or, you know, they have santos, whatever you're doing. And it talks to you, man, through your mind. You take these substances and, and if you're well trained at it, if you mastered it, you know, you can go and you can get answers, bro. You can get answers, you know. And, uh, you know, who stole my cow back then? You know, go to Oh, right here, Fulano del Tal has it. And yeah, sure enough, you know, these are these stories. You can Google that. Go on YouTube. Look at these stories up about Maria, Maria from Oaxaca, the curandera, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a story on YouTube. You can look it up and her and, how she heals people with these mushrooms and she tells them about their sicknesses and stuff and tells them what plants or medicines they need. Um, you know, it's, 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 you know, there's so many medicines out, so much stuff that, that they hide from you. And like, for example, you know, these, these psychedelics are, they're put on the drug schedule, like marijuana, it's scheduled one, like one of the worst drugs in the world, you know, but no one has ever really died from taking marijuana. Maybe if you died, maybe being stupid on it or whatever, but like, like, and I always tell everybody, 
we could do a test challenge, bro. Like alcohol is legal. It's killed more people than anything, right. but it's legal. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people like, okay, let's see. I, I, I tell you this, if you try to drink nonstop, you know, let's go as much as you can alcohol. Can you right. smoke as much as you want weed? You'll probably die from alcohol poisoning. Easily. Yeah. And you're not going to, and, and you'll have a big ass hangover. You do survive it. But you can smoke all the weed you want, and most likely you just fall asleep or get the munchies, but you won't die from it. You know, so one of them is poison you're doing, and the other one is a medicinal. It is medicine, no matter how you see it. Can you abuse it? Yeah. Can you abuse aspirin? Can you abuse chocolate? You can abuse mm-hmm. anything. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, it's a medicinal substance. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that, but that's that's what I'm telling you, and people believe that this government tells you the truth. Everybody trusts this government, but there's one of the biggest flaws <laughs> that tell you. You don't think shit's staged? You don't shoot this shit. The shooting could be staged. The 9-11 was fake. I'm telling you, man. This shit with drugs is war on drugs is fucking just a money maker. If you can't see that shit, God, I mean, I don't know. Hey, man, good luck, bro. Yeah. I just say how brainwashed you are. You know, like, I'm, I'm judging. It's a judgment. It's my opinion. Don't take it literally. I'm not getting in a fight with you. You want to believe what you're fine. Go ahead, man. But I know what I believe, bro. It's like, if that shit don't make sense to you, like, how fucked up of a law that is to have marijuana scheduled one and the research behind it, like, fuck, dude, it's crazy. They don't value it. You know, it's like, it's just crazy. It's crazy, These some of these fucking things that they have, bro, it's just like, and then, you know, fucking health insurance, another fucking bullshit shit, you know. We wouldn't have a lot of Americans sick if they fucking watch what they're fucking eating, like me. Michis gordos, panzones, llenos de grasa. <laughs> fucking get all those French fries, homeboy, with all that ketchup. I know it's Pichi the bomb. hamburguesas, you know. Fuck. Tamales, you know what I'm saying? No, no, tamales is homemade. It's oh, healthier yeah. than a damn processed food that you get at these fucking fast food restaurants, bro. Okay. And we're all addicted and all that soda, is, oh, you know, pinchi. Nah, I gotta get off that soda now. Fuck that. You know, it's it's that, dude. And you're like, fucking government's trying to protect you. Yeah, I mean, verga, dude. They're trying to make Fetty off you. You know, these politicians mm-hmm. get all that Fetty out of the taxpayers, whatever. So they're there. Their policies are not to, to benefit the people. You know, yes, there's a lot of programs that benefit the people because you also want to keep stability because if you have chaos here, then you're not going to have a good rule. You know, you, so they try to balance that out. Mm-hmm. How much they could F you over and how much they, you know, Cause they need an army, bro. You gotta have a strong army. So when you do get invaded or get attacked, you can't be poisoning your people that fast, but you could keep them dumb and separated. That's mm-hmm. how you keep control, bro. Mm-hmm. But, um, some of them, some of us, I say we're awake and even me, I'm, sometimes I brainwash myself too. You know, I'm not gonna say I'm all that. And sometimes I fall into the trap, you know, cause I'd rather have failure sometimes and do good, you know, do something that's good, eat right, you know, sometimes you want that boat so you don't, you don't help. Those who need of help, because you want to take care of yourself most of all, you know. But uh, I understand that, dude. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm perfect to teach their own, but but I know what my my reality is. I'm grounded to myself right now, and I'm, I'm not saying every day I am, but I'm grounded right now because I'm talking about it, you know. But yeah, they they don't the government doesn't want you to take cannabis, and yeah, they want you to take vaccinations, and even those can get you sick too, huh? Those I don't vaccines. know that much about vaccinations, but um, well, so from the people that I've known that taking vaccines, they get still, they still get sick. 
Well, I know my kids took some and they didn't get sick, so I, I don't know about that. But I know some people saying, oh, good, good, you know, they got vaccinated and they got sick. You're right. There's stories you hear. They they got autism that their kids was fine and then they took this vaccination and fucked up their head. But I say we're all different. So, yeah, we're all different. It could happen to your body, you know. You know, some vaccinations that, you know, like I said, I'm not, gonna, I'm not really, I don't know that much about that or have that much experience with vaccinations, but, uh, I can see the the argument behind it, and you gotta be very careful. You know what you put into your body, especially when. Yeah, it could, try. yeah, it, it could be. I mean, everyone is different. I took vaccines, I never got sick from it. But yeah, I have some family and friends here that you know that took vaccines, and yet yeah, they got sick. So maybe mm-hmm. it is probably their anatomy. Oh shit, yeah. my dog. One thing I did have my dog. They went took it to the animal shelter right here, Animal Cemetery against La Verga, and they gave it a shot, and the fucking dog got a fever. Orale. Yeah. But then it got better. It had a little reaction to it. Hey, it's like allergies, bro, you know? But, um, yeah, fuck, anything, you know? I know that, I know there's, there's, on history, there's where they were trying to sterilize people, the government. I mean, you look at back then, you know, to the Indians, they did that shit. Look it up, man, history, man. You know, they did that to the Indians, you know, fucking sterilize them. I was at the spa on Monday. I went to the spa and I read at the Augustine Casino right here. Augustine. Agua Caliente. <laughs> and I was reading their, their book. And back in 1945, Palm Springs, they had, um, the Tacos Canyon, the Agua Caliente Band of Indians. There was these five women, dude. There, there was, before there was a board of men and, uh, they were always trying to, the, the, where the airport's at, the, that land right there's Indian reservation land. Right, right. So back then the government had these laws, you know, that, uh, the Indians couldn't lease their, their land no more than, for only about five years. And, but no business wanted to do business with the Indians because the, the time that you could grant a lease on that property was very little. You know, so, you know, these, these guys would never pass nothing through Congress and these Indians went to go and fight for their rights and say, so they could prosper themselves, you know. And one of the things these five women did over here back in 1945, 1950, I think, uh, they, uh, five women got I don't know their names. I should have brought the article magazine, but it's pretty bad that they, they got so the government could do leases that they can do for 99 years. That way they could benefit and make feria so they, so they could get these contracts people to come build on their land. And, you know, so they built that Palm Springs, that Palm Springs airport because of that. And that brings money into their tribe, you know, and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty bad how these women got that, you know, they got yeah. that. Indians like Native Americans or Native Americans of oh. just telling you what caliente band about caliente. Mm-hmm. You say Indians, I'm thinking people from India though. That's why. You know, I ain't thinking about it. people. Oh, oh yeah, people from India build that fucking airport. Yeah, Indians from India. No mames, way. Oh, you said Indians, huh? I know they're they're Native Americans, you know those. I don't mean to be politically correct. Fuck, I'm an Indio, dude. Don't be political. I'm an Indio. I'm fucking yaki at la verga. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. So, uh, that was a good podcast, bro. I think, I actually think we're getting better. I really think we are. What do you think? We're done. Turn it off. Well, yeah, we'll hold, uh, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. All right, day three. I was out there listening. Thank you for supporting us. Share this out there with your friends. You know, we're trying to get listeners. We're trying to do this. Uh, you got a uh, Chicano and then you got a uh, American kid right here. Uh, 
Kid Martinez. <laughs> and a uh, big Chicano fan right here. Chicano Aslan, baby. Hey. No labeled, man. I'm just a human being. Just, uh, just a poor soul whose intentions are good. Hold on. Please don't let me be misunderstood. <laughs> hey, babe. Well, thanks I again. Love. And tune in to hey. Rats, baby, baby. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.